Welcome to Much More Much Year with Pup Duffy and Kara Lane, an Aunt Imagination production. Guys, I am here with producer Eric Ron. We're going to be talking about your current film, your new film, Pie in the Sky. It's out now. Everywhere you can think to watch it, it is available for you to watch. And I highly, highly recommend it. It's an incredible film. Basic synopsis. Uh, Mama teaches her daughter, Dory, the right way to make, you know, that special, perfect apple pie, along with a, a few little life lessons along the way. And it's very sweet and it's funny and it's heartfelt, heartbreaking. It's just an incredible film. And I wanted to jump right in. I'm going to butcher his name, but it's written by Lawrence Felon. Yes. Uh, directed by Maria Gabetti. And it's just an incredible film. It stars uh, Kay Callan and Laurie O'Brien as Mama and Dory, respectively. How did you get attached to this incredible film? So uh, during the pandemic, um, I was looking to do something because I know that when when the world is in crisis, that's a great time to invest. Um, and everyone was at home and doing nothing. So I remember, and, and we were going around trying to buy dough to bake something. Uh, that was pretty much what everyone was doing. And there was no flour anywhere to be found. So that's when I remembered uh, a play that I saw back in the day at the Victory Theater. Uh, and it was this play, uh, Pie in the Sky, that I saw with my grandparents. And uh, these two ladies were baking a pie on stage and you can smell the aroma of the pie as the play was going. It was just, it, it was such an amazing uh, experience. And then we would all, uh, at the end of the play, you get to a piece of tea, a piece of that pie. And, uh, and as my grandmother and I were talking to uh, Kay, one of the actresses, uh, my grandfather stood in line to get pie. And then after he ate it, he went back around and stood again to get some more pie for himself because he liked it so much. So, so it was really also, um, it was very um, close to me, this, this play, because I have that memory with them coming to visit me in LA. I love that the experience, I mean, it was more than just a visual experience. It was, you know, uh, smelling and tasting. And the fact that you're, and that memory of your grandpa going back for seconds, <laughs> it made such an imprint on you. So when you see that there's an opportunity to get involved with the film of it, you're like, absolutely sign me up. What we did um, in film festivals um, is we bought a small oven um, while the pie was going. And the minute that they put the pie into the oven, we also put a pie into the oven uh, of the film festival so that the smell would actually go around the, the, the festival itself. And in the end, we also we, we, we gave pie to the people that came to watch the film. That's incredible because you're duplicating what drew you to it in the first yeah. place. Yeah. And we wanted to give, you know, film, I believe, has to go to the next level these days, you know, has to bring something new uh, to actually draw crowds or to even for us, you know, to, to figure out what, what is the next thing to give people an experience because that's what everyone is looking for. And what is a better experience than the smell of pie inside the theater? Um, so that for me was, uh, was the idea behind it. And the film, it's so, it's so sweet and it's so like, I don't want to say like planned, but it's so sweet and perfect that as the steps of the pie being made, little bits of advice or um, corrections of memories that Dory had are yeah. just kind of out at the same time to where you're going, 
Oh, what did she just say? Oh, yeah. that's Kay Callan is hilarious as mama. She cracked me up so much. Yeah. She, like, what? I'm 85 years old. I can say shit all I want. And it's like, ah, yes, yes, <laughs> my people. <laughs> yes. So, so that's uh, also one of the things I really wanted to keep um, in the film, which was the, I think the writing of it was, was perfect. And the way that it all has a flow to it, which is why one of the things that we decided to do uh, was to keep it as a one take, one shot film with no cuts, because I really felt that one of the magic of this film was to actually feel that they start baking the pie and the film ends when the pie is ready. You know, and, and the whole conversation and everything. And I wanted to show that there is no tricks here, that the pie is actually being made and, and the film is going on while that is happening. And you also mentioned um, the, uh, the relationship between um, Kay and Lori and Mama and, and Dory. And I think that's something that you don't really get to see in films, which is an elderly mother with her daughter who is 50 years old, but... But, you know, she's, she's still young, you know, she's not, uh, she, she still has her whole life ahead of her. And that's something that I feel that's also not really seen out there. And that's how this film is really separated from other things that are, are out there. Oh, a thousand percent, a thousand percent. I mean, uh, Dory, she's acting as if her life is completely over and why should she date and why should she have fun? And I say it all the time because I'm of a certain age and I'm like, I got I got a good 40, 50 more years. I'm not even trying to slow down. Why? Why do people have that concept of I'm this age, so I guess I can't do that anymore? You know, it's, and I love that about the film. Yes. And that's what this film really, it, uh, so many, you know, women came to me afterwards, you know, and said to me how one, it reminded them of their own mother and their own relationship and how they afterwards they saw themselves and, and that it gave them suddenly a, a second boost, you know, to like, you know, I, I'm young, you know, I have, I have so many more years. And with technology, we might even have more, you know, who knows how long we can live. It's, it's something that really, it, it meant so much to me, this film. And it reminded me of my grandparents and of my parents and relationships. And it's, uh, you know, and then I, I also, I baked the pie for my family in a, in a family dinner. And I was baking it with my sister. And as we were doing it, I was literally saying to her the lines of the, of the play, you know, because it, it fits so well, you know, everybody said these lines, you know, how much was that? I don't know, you know, it's whatever I felt like, you know, and, and um, it, it really catches a moment that I think we all have with our parents, with our mother, with our father, whoever it is. And, and we, and we all can relate to it, you know? Absolutely. I went through the film, watch, I've, I've seen it a, a few times now, and <laughs> I've gone through it and the mindset of, oh, wow, this is just like me and my mom. And then uh, also thinking, I wish me and my me and my mom were like that. You see, I think whoever watches it is going to see aspects of their personal relationship with their parent as well. Yeah, It seems like it would be, but the recipe that they use and the way they make the pie, people can copy that in real life. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. We, we, we left the recipe in the end of the film, so you have something to wait for. Um, and yes, it's, a, it's actually a very good pie. I have to say it's one of the best pies I've ever eaten. And, and many people told me that, you know, um, and, and it is, it's, it's really relatable and it's really, um, people really connect to this relationship and it's, it's so much fun to see people afterwards coming to us and, you know, after they see the film and, and, 
telling us their relationship suddenly with their mother or with with whoever it makes them feel close to and and it's so much fun to to really see that when I said it was heartfelt and kind of heartbreaking it reminded me a lot my mom and I aren't you know we're not savvy bakers at all I burnt brownies the other night <laughs> so but my grandmother on the other hand she could bake anything baked up a storm and that's one of my like earliest childhood memories so as I'm watching it I'm not seeing necessarily my mom and myself I was seeing my grandma in the kitchen as well so it's just like all these I'm gonna get choked up but like all these like feelings and like emotions that are you're you're having as a viewer is from their portrayal yeah well and what's beautiful also about it is that the whole film and everything in life is like ingredients that you put together you know, and the, this film could not have been done without all these perfect ingredients that everyone during a pandemic, you know, came and did something that they all really love. And they all read. And you, I think it's something that you can really feel through this film, how much love is put into it. You know, if, it, if it's our set designer that, you know, we, we that built the whole set, you know, during... I can't explain, you know, it was such a crazy time back then, you know, to like everybody had to leave the house and meet in a closed space and we're all with masks, you know, building this set together and, and giving up our time when everybody's at home just waiting for this to to end. And and Tom and Maria, Tom is uh, actually just passed and um, he is the husband of Maria, the director, and he was also uh, one of the heads of the Victory Theater and he was a very, very, very big part of this film and, and giving us such great advice. And, and always, the, you know, between the producer and the director, there's always um, um, different ideas, I would call it. You know, but me and Maria have a great relationship. And, and Tom was always the balancing person for both sides. And he always knew how to say the right word at any moment. And, and any person in this, any ingredient that would have been taken out, this whole film would not have been what it was, you know, and, and, and taste so, so great, you know, in a way and, and look so great. And, and Navid, uh, uh, one second, my, my DP, I, I always get his name, last name wrong. So Tavankolnia. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't want to get his last name wrong. He was, he's our DP. And, and we had moments in the film when we were practicing because this all had to be done in one take. So everything had to be perfect. Everything had to, to feel like there's a flow because a week before we were, we had to shoot this in the end, we had a moment where the, you know, the two ladies are just sitting and talking and the, the, the camera was steady. Um, and Paul, who was holding the camera, was just holding it and, and something was missing and it felt almost you know boring just hearing two people talk. And then Navid came up with this idea that, that the camera always has to have a flow to it as it's going and always give, you know, kind of a, um, a movement into someone that's talking and go out. And again, doing all this in, in one shot and one take is so difficult. And it's so, you know, to see everyone do it so perfectly, I, I couldn't ask for something better. And as a viewer watching, it's kind of, you feel like you're the third person in the room, like yep. overhearing the conversation or watching yep. them in a that's what we wanted to give that that feeling of a fly in the wall in someone's room, but also that's where I'm saying that that connection that you feel like you're almost one of them. You're in that family, 
you know, is is why we decided to do this one take, one shot that we decided to do. Right. Almost as if you, you as the viewer, you could be Maggie, like looking through the crack of the bedroom door going, what are they talking about out there? Yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. Kay and Lori are like the ultimate professionals to do that in one take to get those, not just the lines out, but the inflections and the emotions and the, the, you know, facial expressions to where like, if one of the characters maybe miss says something, it's not because they messed up. It's because, yeah, an 85 year old person might say their word a little wrong. And it's just so accurate. And it's so like, it's real to me. And, and that's that's what we wanted to capture. So I saw this play a few years ago before the film was done. And when I contacted Maria and told her that I want to film it, I, I knew that there was only two actresses I wanted, and it was Kay and Laurie, because they both give their own uh, spice to it. And they both give their own way to it. And they're both so different, but know how to connect in, in a certain way, which is it, it really feels uh, authentic. And for me, you know, to, to shoot it, it felt almost like live sports, you know, because any mistake can happen. And, and we have to also get it right, you know, especially with, uh, with uh, filming itself. There was uh, a moment that we, that we missed, you know, after 30 minutes of filming. <laughs> so we have to go all the way back to do it all over again. Wow. And, but... The, the original moments, like you said, like suddenly a, a line is off or something is off. That's what I actually loved about it. I, I wanted those moments to, because those are the moments in, in real life, you know, and this is what it's about. This is about life itself. And you definitely get the feeling that they know these characters just inside and out. And they identify them with so like strongly. I would believe that mama would take Ed out on a date if, Dory turned them down. I mean, it's like, <laughs> yes. I'll do it. I'm not, I'm able or, or, or ride a skateboard, you know? She's, she's up for that too. She's ready to go ride a skateboard. I know she's a fictional character, but what a woman. <laughs> That's yes. all I Yes. Yes. Going back to, she reminded me so much of, of my grandmother. Uh, aside from my grandmother was, you know, uh, very religious, but so she wouldn't have said shit or she would probably wouldn't have talked to, you know, bedroom talk. But just the way she was, the, the her little spiciness and her sassiness, oh, I was like, yeah. So they just did an incredible, incredible job with this. No, both of them, we because of the pandemic, we couldn't do many of the rehearsals in person. So a lot of it had to be on Zoom. So we would do, uh, we would go over every day the the lines because we couldn't you know we could make mistakes but not so many that somebody forgets the line um so we really had to go all every day over the lines on zoom and 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 almost imagine how it all goes and only two weeks before we actually got into the space itself to do the rehearsals wow because it was it was just also so dangerous to actually you know uh, from what we thought um to to go in and meet in that space like that especially also you know Kay is is uh over 80 years old i don't want to give her her age away or or 39 we don't know you know which one it is uh and Lori also has has an elderly mother so but they both were so willing to do this you know which is not taken for granted you know it's it's it just shows how much both of them really love 
what they're doing, you know, and, and love. And, and that all comes out of this heartwarming film. Absolutely. And you can, you can see the care that was taken to stay safe in that time period, but it doesn't come across as, Oh, this was filmed during COVID. It comes across as these two women, they love each other, but maybe don't quite know how to be close. So when they do, I don't want to spoil anything, but you know, when they, say touch you know touch a face or you know grab an arm it's intentional yes and, and process like this person was so moved by what was said or what what just happened that they couldn't help but touch that, that this comes from the direction of maria who's who's been doing this for so many years and she really knows what she's doing and she has also i would say the victory theater and they always do amazing amazing plays there and I would really recommend anyone to go to the Victory Theater in Burbank to uh, go and support even small theaters uh, because it's so tough these days to have a theater. And, and she she's so passionate about what she does. And yeah, so the relationship between this mother and daughter is is not an easy relationship a lot of times, you know, but there is love. But the mother is a very also tough woman and she comes from a different time from what her daughter comes but even in those moments that they have, and that's when those touches, you know, it, it almost tears you up because every touch means something. And Maria really had it down. She has the whole film down, you know, to when does someone get up? Why does she get up? Everything has to have a meaning behind it, you know, and, and Maria and Tom were such a great team together. And Tom would always also come with his own, um, notes and and it's really fun to see them together and and to see Maria work. I learned so much from her uh, during this period of of how to do this film. Absolutely, I'm excited. I get to talk to her tomorrow. I can't imagine how tough though the doing this with the with the subject matter, like specifically about loss. As you said, she just recently lost him. Yes, yeah, and now she's doing her first play now at the Victory without him. Um, and it's, it's, you know, she's, she's a tough one, you know, she's so great that I, I really love her and, um, and to see her now go through this and, and do it still and, and not give up, you know, it's, it, she's an inspiration really to anyone that, that wants to work, you know, she's also been doing this for a while and, and she's still doing it because she just loves so much what she does and, and you you can see it in every every play that goes on in the Victory Theater. Absolutely. I, I am excited to talk to her tomorrow, but I'm excited to talk to you as well. Yeah, yes, yes. But I wanted to ask, you said uh, you said that you created the set. You built the, you guys built the set. Yeah. Random kitchen in a house. That was all built with the appliance. Yeah. So we, we thought to uh, maybe rent an Airbnb um, and maybe shoot it there because then you get more of an outside texture. Uh, but the issue is that was one COVID again. And um, also the amount of rehearsals we would be able to do is not that much in a, in a space like that, you know, to, to rent it out. Um, and um, so we decided to actually build the set ourselves and do it at the Victory. Yeah. And, and Evan, who was uh, the stage builder of this, um, really did an amazing job that nobody really knows that, you know, it's a studio. I didn't. I didn't yeah. until you. I was like, oh, I really like this kitchen. When I build my kitchen, you know, kind of thing. But now I got to talk to the set designer. Yeah. And then 
I afterwards while pitching this film, uh, I met a director called Paul Kampf, who's been an amazing inspiration for me too. And he loved the film and he's been helping me, you know, put in color into the film as I should and, and connecting me to the people that I should connect. And also his ideas were like um, putting in sound effects that would make you feel like it's a real home, you know? So, so we found a space um, in the film where we added a creek to the set. So like that every time somebody steps there, there's a creek because that's part of what a house is. Or he also had the idea of bringing in the drone shot from the start, you know, from the outside in. So like that it doesn't feel so contained, everything in one space. And that way, you know, we, we gave that feeling that it's actually, you know, a, a real house and, and something that's going on outside too. And you did, the film is about what, a minute 22 before credit. So you almost close to that 80 minutes to, to bake the pie. I mean, everything about this film is thought out and thoughtful. Yeah, yeah. And that's, again, why we, we decided to do the one shot and why we decided. I, I didn't want to take away the, from the writing, you know, and the writing is about how perfect this is all done, you know, in that, in that space and time. Well, it's fantastic. And everybody can watch it everywhere. Amazon, Vudu, Tubi, Roku, probably everywhere on demand and streaming. What's up next for you? Um, so I'm actually right now in New York. Um, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm looking for uh, for investments for uh, a film that I'm trying to do about a book that I read uh, back in the day when I was a kid. I was 14 years old. It was a Holocaust book about a Polish boy uh, in Poland and how he sees the Holocaust from his eyes. Wow. And he smuggles uh, food into the Warsaw Ghetto with his anti-Semitic father, using the suffering of the Jews um, for their own benefit. And, and then eventually all the, you know, everything he goes through and, and, uh, and the full arc of, um, of, in the end, eventually he finds himself part of the uh, Warsaw Rebellion um, in Warsaw. So um, it's a series that I actually, I got the rights for the book. Uh, and it really shows how everything comes back and how, if we don't watch out with the way we, with hate and the way we see each other and the way we judge people just for being people, um, how all of it can, can come back on us. It's a very, very timely story. That one. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And and that's why it's, that is the book that actually got me to want to do films because I really remember myself as a kid imagining this whole story, how, you know, how this kid is smuggling uh, food into, in, into the ghetto and it's from the eyes of a teenager. I think today, a lot of times, you know, people are like, oh, the Holocaust, we've heard about it. And, and especially teenagers don't really get to learn the right way about it. And which is why I'm making the series that I want to do for teenagers uh, and, you know, that will maybe speak to them. You know, it's, and it's out of a, a Polish boy's eyes. Right. I think you're onto something because a lot of times teenagers don't really get into books that are from the POV of an adult because they're like, well, that's them, not me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know? Yes. And this is going to have a whole, uh, you know, group of kids. And it's like we, we have like a whole gang and, and they're also different in the way they are and the way they are in Warsaw. And, and, and it's really interesting to see the dynamics of of how similar things are to today and but just with a different 
technology, let's just call it that way, from, from what we have today. Well, can people follow you on social media or is there a website so they can keep up? Yes, yes. So uh, first of all, for Pie in the Sky, there's Pie in the Sky, uh, uh, the movie.com. Uh, for me, um, I'm also, uh, my production company is called On The Run, R-O-N-N. Um, and over there, I'm on Instagram and I'm on Facebook. And also I have a website, uh, ericron.com. So you could always follow all those. You've got all the bases covered. <laughs> all the bases covered, yes. As, a, as an indie filmmaker, you have to get all the bases covered and meet all the people. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you have made an incredible film and it's going to, this is going to be a film that people are talking about for a long, long time. Thank and you. And make so the pie. <laughs> yes, yes. Make the pie. I'm telling you, it's, it's a great pie. <laughs> Well, Eric, thank you so much for joining me. I hope you have a wonderful day. All right. Thank you for your time. Bye-bye. Bye. This has been an Odd Imagination production. Here at Odd Imagination, you'll find book, film, television, and product reviews, as well as roundtable discussions, current events, and hot topics. We are advocates for equality and the freedom to be who you are, no matter what. Odd Imagination gets its name from autism and imagination, two things that are very important to us. If you would like more information on Odd Imagination and the podcasts that we host on our website, you can visit oddimagination.org, A-U-T-I-M-A-G-I-N-A-T-I-O-N.org. the poison pulling me she knows all about the drug i plagiarize all my apologies and they still want enough i know i know i know that i should let her go but i don't i don't i don't seem to be in control Seem to be in control I ain't blind